The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Welcome to Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Listen in as Brent gives his views on the world of baseball, from the big leagues to the minor leagues to Little League. Foul Tips is also home of the Rick Award, and we are part of the Belly Up Network. So sit back, grab a beer, and let's get into it. All right, foul tips for this, uh, what this is today's date, January the 19th, 2023. Today's foul tips is brought to you by Collectible Exchange and CollectibleExchange.com. Use promo code 1420CX at CollectibleExchange.com today for all your sports collectibles and memorabilia for your man or woman cave today. Uh, lots of good stuff at CollectibleExchange.com. They got sp- uh, music stuff too. I was browsing their website the other day. They got a lot of cool stuff out there. Anyways, pitchers and catchers are getting closer. Pitchers and catch reporting 26 days from now. Spring training games begin on February 24th. That's 37 days from now. And opening day, Christmas day for uh, baseball dorks like myself. 68 days away. Can't wait. Getting closer and closer. Teams are finalizing their rosters. Lots of moves are happening throughout the uh, major leagues of baseball, minor leagues of baseball. The, we had the news we talked about last week about the uh, the, the robo-umps. We won't get back into that. I talked about it yesterday on the Hey Blue podcast. If you're if you're a baseball umpire, you're unaware of the uh, the the uh, umpire podcast that we do. It's the Hey Blue one. Make sure you guys check that out for people who don't know. Uh, I, I don't know how high you wouldn't. We, uh, we're pretty, uh, we're all over the place all the time all day every day for your listening pleasure we got shows for for everybody out there anyways as stated earlier opening day is 68 days away i'm uh, here today to give you guys uh, a little heads up on some teams that aren't making the playoffs if it's your team i'm sorry but i, I might uh, save you the uh, the heartache the strain the save you some money at bodog and bet us and everywhere else wherever else you might put a, a couple of bucks down on your team throughout the season i will let you know right here Today on the uh, 18th, well, it's the 18th of uh, January. It's going, we, it gets out on the 19th is how we do things. But anyways, on the 18th of January here, I will let you know of 10 teams that are not making the playoffs you know, for the 2023 Major League season. Uh, the, the biggest one, and the thing, it's not, it's not all payroll. That why these teams aren't going to make the playoffs. It, it's a well, it's a lot to do with payroll. Some of them, but you look at a team like the the Tampa Bay Rays, and I don't know how they do it year in year out. How they have 90, 95 wins, whatever it is, every year, and they contend for the American League East with the high flying New York Yankees and uh, the money that they spend on a yearly basis. And you got uh, Boston, who's taken a step back in recent months or years, but uh, you got Toronto, who's not afraid to be spending a little bit of money either. And the uh, the team that they got going, go don't get Brandon Belt. I like that move uh, to get them over the hump a little bit. Uh, the kind of guy like, like Belt uh, helps with a couple championships that he got with the uh, San Francisco Giants. Getting him to a team to take the next step doesn't hurt at all. It's uh, it's quite a smart move by the Jays front office and by the staff to go and get a guy who's uh, won before because the, the hardest part about winning is knowing how to win. And uh, Just playing the game and having the most talent out there doesn't always do do the trick and getting a guy like Belt saying, okay, we need a little change in the, uh, in the locker room here and he might be the guy to go out there and do that for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays moving forward with the renovated Skydome. I'm, I'm actually quite uh, excited to, uh, to to go there this this season and see that because they uh, they showed some rendered drawings of what they're doing there. They opened up to, to the, the media yesterday and they've taken some photos here and there. So I'm quite excited to see the old uh, great big shopping mall, I used to call it back in the day, how they, uh, they're going to try to make that into looking more like a ballpark. But anyways, we'll get into that on another day. Like I said, like I've said before, baseball's in, they're, they're in trouble. I mean, all sports 
sports in general are in trouble uh, when it comes to the beginning of seasons. You can go to uh, every every league, whether it be basketball, football, hockey, baseball. Uh, you have the have and have nots of of their of each league, and there's nothing you can really do about it. The thing is, is that baseball has a, a real big problem with the have and have nots, other than the, the Tampa Bay Rays. Like I said, somehow they, they manage to do it every year. Their, their analytics staff and their, their scouting staff, you got to combine the two. You can't be too uh, too heavy on one or the other. But uh, the thing about baseball is you, you already have, like I said, opening day 68 days away, and you already have 10 teams that, that aren't making the playoffs. And it's, a, it's a guaranteed, it's a lock. It must be, uh, be kind of nice for those fan bases to just sit back, relax, knowing your team's not going to win. You can just watch the game and enjoy it a little bit. Yeah, you want your team to win, and I get it, but sometimes just watching a ball game uh, is, is a nice thing, too. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it means a lot more in October when your team's relevant and your team has a chance to win, there's nothing better than when your team has a, a chance to win a World Series. It's why you watch the games and it's why you, it's how, you, how you thought of when you were a kid playing playing in the backyard or in the sandlot or whatever it was, but uh, it must be not a bad feeling to not have that pressure on you day in, day out with the, uh, the war of attrition I think I say that right every week. No one's corrected me, so I don't know. But uh, the, the war of attrition that is the baseball season, the six months playing every day thing that, that can get to you and watching the game day in, day out, and you you, you start to grind your, with your team and want, want your team to win. So for these 10 teams, save yourself some, some money, save yourself the heartache. It's not going to happen this year for your team, and I, I guarantee you uh, that that's a thing. Um Team is going to have a lot of trouble this year, and it's because it's because the, the division they're in, and because they've they've shed a payroll a lot. Is the Washington Nationals? Uh, they just aren't good. They uh, they're going to spend a hundred uh, only seventy five million this year. Seventy five, not one hundred seventy five. Seventy five million this year, which is uh, two pitchers that pitched for the New York Mets who were in their division. Uh, they had one hundred seven losses last year. They're projected to lose a lot more this year. Uh, they just have nothing there. And if you feel for a team that's not that far removed from winning a world championship to be in that kind of a uh, a downhill slide but that division that they're in is awfully tough too with the uh with the Mets with the Braves and with the uh the the, the National League champion who went to the World Series last year and made a series of it your uh, Philadelphia Phillies you got three teams who are probably playoff teams right off the bat in your division and they're going to the World uh, and maybe one of them going to the World Series and the Mets have strengthened their team uh by going out and getting uh Getting Verlander and the like, so they're they're a better team this year than they were last year, and it, with that, you're going to have a lot more losses in the division for for the Washington uh, Nationals, and you have the Miami Marlins in there, the Florida Marlins, whatever. Uh, Jeter saw the it always comes back to Jeter, no matter what, kids. It, uh, with Jeter leaving that team last year, because he he saw the writing on the wall for the the Marlins to not do anything, they weren't weren't into winning, they were in to collect uh, money. Is my it's, this is a uh, fourteen twenty thoughts? The Miami Marlins are, are there to make money off of the um the mlb app and the mlb streaming services and everything else they don't even try to put a uh competitive team out on the field uh they're going to spend 75 million as well this year they had 93 losses expect them to have a few more reach the uh the 100 the 100 uh loss plateau this year that's kind of what I, i'm thinking you're gonna have two 100 loss teams in that in that division you're gonna have the real haves and the real have nots and it's it's too bad but the, that's how baseball is and the, and the rules allow it cone's gonna we talked about it a lot on this show that Cohen's gonna be out there spending a lot of money in the in, and and he's done and he doesn't care and I, I can't see them them being done uh like i said last week i can't remember it was on 14 20 in the morning or on foul tips i gave you my prediction about otani and when the mets are going to win a world series they're not winning 23 they're going to win in 24 but i, I figure otani is going to finish the next season with the new york metropolitans 
as we discussed last week. Another team that's not making the playoffs, uh, the Cincinnati Reds and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates who just signed uh, McCutcheon. Who, I, I like Andrew McCutcheon. He seems like a good guy in baseball, always smiling. He was with the Yankees for a while there. But McCutcheon seems like a, 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 nice, a nice guy and one of the good guys in professional sports. They're bringing him back to teach some young guys and he'll finish all his career there. Probably should have never left, but you, you chase rings and whatever, it's got to happen. But the, the Pittsburgh Pirates are spending uh, $56 million bucks. Uh, that beautiful ballpark that they have there. I, I've never been. I really would like to go there someday with my friend Moose who used to go there, uh, used to live in that area, used to go to the games there all the time. I'd like to go there and, and check out a game there, even though you know they're going to lose. Cincinnati Reds, they're, they're going to have a, a terrible season again this year. Uh, they lost 100 games on the nose last year, as the Pittsburgh Pirates did, and they're going to have a terrible, terrible ballpark, the Great American Ballpark that I've heard isn't the nicest ballpark. That comes from uh, an old friend of mine, West Stockton. He went there uh, on a, a road trip about 2012, 2013, I think it was, and uh, he says it was terrible. He didn't like it at all. He says it was kind of a dump, actually, and for a newer ballpark. It's kind of surprising that it has that but uh, the Reds uh, expect them to lose 100 games again and expect the Pittsburgh Pirates maybe to improve a little bit but they just don't have the horses to do any damage so there's there's two more teams that aren't going in uh, into the playoff race they're already gone right so it's, it's pretty easy to get get these numbers down you don't take it doesn't need a, a, a second or third rate podcast to get these numbers out there but I'm glad you guys are listening another team that has no hope in hell and it kind of breaks my heart a little because I've always had a uh, an I don't want to say an affection for the Oakland days, but I've always respected the Oakland days. I've been there a few times to the, the Oakland Alameda Coliseum when it was called that. I can't know what it was called anymore. It's Ricky Henderson Field. It's something, something. But uh, the A's, they, they, they got to just move. They got to get out of there. Yeah, they're, they're not getting a stadium. It's, it's been rumored that's going to happen for a long time, some new waterfront stadium and everything else. And it, it just isn't going to happen because the government isn't going to pay for it. And the owners, they don't want to, or they don't have the, the pockets to do it. What it is, who knows? Uh, rumor has has it that uh, Nashville's looking to, to get a team in Major League Baseball uh, be a good place for Oakland to, to go, but then you would have to do some divisional realignment, and who would move to the American League West uh, from, from from maybe the Central? Maybe you, you put the uh, the Texas Rangers in there or something in, into the into the or no, they're in the West. You'd have to put somebody from the, the the Central into the West, and you have travel problems. Maybe Minnesota, but who knows? But you you wouldn't be able to you'd have. A, you'd have a different divisional look, but will it really matter? Because you have a, with everybody playing everybody at, at least once this year, divisional matchups aren't going to be a, a thing anymore. I think they're going to get rid of those and have a one through a one through six playoff. What is ever going to be and winning division won't even matter anymore. I think it's going to come down to that because everybody is playing each other this year for the first time in major league history. So that's going to be a thing, but Oakland, I'd like to see them move, uh, get, get out of that division. They're going to lose a hundred and, uh, 105 games no matter what because they're in a, a pretty tough division with the strengthened Seattle Mariners team and the world champion Oakland or uh, Houston Astros expect the Oakland A's to lose 100 plus games uh, no matter what they're, they're, they've spent 35 million bucks this year so not even what Aaron Judge is making um, it's ridiculous to think that a major league franchise uh, isn't there isn't a floor that they have to spend to to collect the X amount of dollars to get the, the the money that from the salary taxes and the, and the, the luxury taxes and everything else, there has to be a floor because thirty five million bucks is one baseball player on a lot of teams now. <laughs> 
35 million bucks gets you a player that doesn't even play for your team. Like with the Carlos Correa situation, what they were going to, going to give him with the Mets and the Giants, that situation has been beaten, beaten to death. But that's another team. They're not making the playoffs. Oakland, I'd like to see them move and just get out of there and, and put the, uh, that fan base, it's tough because you, you go to those games and they have a strong, not a lot of people, but the, they're, they're diehards that go to games in Oakland. They mean it and they love their Oakland days there. Like there's those guys who beat the drums out in the outfield and there are people who go to those games a, a lot. And I, I had a nice conversation with one of the photographers who was there, who was there for the, uh, I told the story before. Won't, won't, won't bore you to tears again. But I was there with a, with a reporter for the uh, the Oakland uh, Tribune or whatever it's called, and he was telling some stories from Oakland days, days from years ago. Colorado, Arizona, National League West. They're not making the playoffs. They're out already. They might as well start get their uh, their their vacation plans for next October ready to go as well because they're they're in a division with two powerhouse teams in the San Diego Padres and the Los Angeles Dodgers. So they're going to lose a bunch of games right off the bat. Uh, neither team likes to spend money. Arizona. Uh, 94 million they're going to spend. Colorado actually spends a little bit of money, but just in all the wrong places. They're actually awful. They are awful. They had 90 plus losses last year as well. So that 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 trend's going to continue because you got to think that you got to think the Giants are going to have a bit of a, a bounce back season. They'll have a better team this year, and then factor in that the. Uh, the the, uh, the Dodgers are going to have a, a great year again this year. Will the Dodgers win 111 games this year? Probably not. But you got to think that the, that the San Diego Padres are going to have a better year, and we'll actually get to that in a second uh, in the next part of the show. Uh, so that's two more. Boston, they've done little to, to, to nothing in the American League East. Um, that that division is going to be really strong. The Yankees expect to win 100 games. You got Toronto expects to win 100 games, and then you have the resurgent of the uh, of the. Uh, Baltimore Orioles were right in the hunt of the playoffs right to the last week of the season last year. And you got to think Baltimore is going to be a, a, a more improved team this year. They got a, a bunch of guys who uh, got a year of a major league experience under their belt, and they're going to have a much better season. Uh, and Tampa Bay, is, as we just spoke of, somehow they keep doing it with their minuscule payroll, but they're great scouting staff, and they use analytics, and they have both going in the right direction. So expect Boston to uh, to be calling her good already. And they they lost Bogarts and the like and everything else. Uh, the, the Red Sox, it doesn't break my heart to see the Red Sox being out of playoff contention on the 18th of January, but it, it's, uh, it's, a good, it's a good feeling for a Yankee fan to uh, see the Fenway faithful to uh, be losing that thing. I got I to gotta get a hold of those guys from the Pesky Report and uh, listen or sit in with them on a show, and uh, we'll get in a BS about the Red Sox and Yankees rivalry. I'll have to get a hold of the guys from Pesky Report uh, this week, maybe so for next week's foul tips. We'll get a hold of those guys. Another Belly Up member. They have a, a, a very, very large following there in Boston. They, they do, their show does very well for listens and all that stuff so that we uh, that us dorky podcasters to pay attention to. Uh, last two teams that aren't making it, Detroit, Can- Kansas City. Uh, Detroit can't get out of their own way for years for years now. 96 losses last year. Kansas City had 97 losses. Uh, both mid-payroll kind of teams. It's uh, Kansas City's actually low end, 68 million. Uh, Detroit's at 105 million. The, the league average is 140, so 105 million dollars isn't uh, well below average. It's uh, a couple of players here and there, and uh, you take 105 million dollars, and you, you have 96. Uh, 96 losses. Well, I could do with Cabrera being on the team and how much he, he made and everything else. But uh, yeah, that's two teams that are already out. So there's your there's your 10 teams that are already out of the playoffs. Like I said, I, I saved you guys some heartache and strife for uh, for this upcoming baseball season that, like I said, is only 68 days away uh, to, uh, you can just already start planning for uh, what you're going to do, do in October and get the NFL schedule ready to go early in, uh, in in September to make sure you're not wasting any time on those teams and you save yourself a couple of, couple of bucks at 
Bodog or uh, or Bet US uh, to not to spend any money on those teams to make the playoffs. And th- those those are locks. Those those ten teams I just named are locks to not make the playoffs. I'll go through them one more time: Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Washington, Arizona, Colorado, Detroit, Miami, Oakland, Kansas City, Boston. That's a guarantee lock. And it's too bad that uh, there's there's, a, there's professional sports are this way. There's such a, a discrepancy between the haves and have-nots and rebuilding, especially in baseball, can take a really long time. Uh, you look at Oakland; uh, they haven't they were a perennial playoff team for a long time, and then they just dropped off. That has to do with spending. Uh, Baltimore's been out of the thing for a long time. Pittsburgh's been out of it. Cincinnati, I don't know what they, they've been trying to do. But you look at a team like Washington, who's not too far removed from winning a World Series, and, and they're out of the playoff race already. And it's, it's sad to see that you go to spring training, because spring's supposed to be uh, hope eternal, is what they is what they say, isn't it? And you're supposed to give yourself a chance in the spring and feel good about yourself. And it's a, it's a new beginning and new hope. But for those 10 teams, there's no hope. Anyways, let's not dwell on the negative here on Foul Tips, the All-Baseball Edition of the 1420 Podcast. Uh, go to collectibleexchange.com. Com. Buy yourself something. Make yourself feel good. The Blue Monday just passed. Go out and spend some some uh, some of that hard earned money that you uh, that you saved up over the holiday season by not getting a present for me. Uh, no, I'm just kidding around. But anyways, go to collectibleexchange.com and save ten percent off your first purchase of uh, for all your sports memorabilia and collectibles at C and use promo code. Forgot about that. And use promo code one four two zero C X C as in Chicago. I don't know why I said Chicago, but anyways. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast and Foul Tips. We'll be back in a second. Baseball season may be coming to an end, but real baseball players never have an offseason. Plate Crate is baseball's number one baseball subscription service and is a perfect monthly baseball gift that delivers a box of baseball treasure right to your door. Every Plate Crate contains six to eight unique baseball items, including gear, snacks, training aids, accessories, and apparel. Plate Crate has a different monthly theme and has a retail value of $85 per crate. Plate Crate also has clothing and accessories for coaches and parents as well. Just click on the Plate Crate banner on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, or our Twitter account and receive 20% off your order with promo code FASTBALL20 at Plate Crate. Plate Crate, inspiring every baseball player, young and old, with baseball's number one subscription box, one Plate Crate at a time. This portion of Foul Tips brought to you by Plate Crate and Platecrate.com. Use promo code 1420PLATE for $20 off your subscription service, your first service or whatever it is at Platecrate.com and give the gift of baseball uh, all year long from Plate Crate. Uh, got a few predictions lining up for baseball season. That's only a few weeks away or, uh, well, a few weeks, a couple months, but 68 days away from first pitch or whatever I said earlier on. I got a memory like a bloody gopher but anyways uh give me a few prediction of what what's going to happen in the upcoming season uh i gave you my world series champ for 2024 last week with the new york metropolitans winning the world series otani machado you, i gave you that whole thing uh listen to the, the uh, 1420 in the morning i think it was uh from last week uh, go and find it wherever you get your podcast it's out there uh but anyways uh I guarantee you, I got a few more guarantees, but they're going to happen for the 2023 season. Uh, stick with me here. I'm not crazy. I'm not out of my mind. I uh, I just, uh, I, I don't mind talking and making things up. You throw enough, I guess you throw enough shit in the wall, something's bound to stick, right? That's the way uh, sports betters and sport podca- sports podcasters are just for uh, clickbait, I guess. 
But these ones I actually think are actually going to happen. The San Diego Padres end their drought of winning uh, the National League West at X, X amount of years, and they, they end the, uh, the, the Los Angeles Dodgers dominance in the National League West. Yes, they had the, the one year off where they didn't win the, uh, the division, but the, over the last 10 years, the Dodgers have won nine uh, National League West. This year, the San Diego Padres, with their glorious uh, brown pinstripe uniforms, win the National League West, even though... The Dodgers won a, a season or a franchise record 111 games last year, and I think that the Padres' record was a quite abysmal versus the Dodgers last year in the regular season. But you remember what happened in the playoffs and the like, and then this year the Padres have uh, a full year of Juan Soto. They picked up Xander Bogarts, who's fantastic, and Josh Hader. I expect him to have a bounce-back year. You remember when Hader showed up in uh, the pinstripe, brown pinstripes of San Diego at Petco Park last year? Fantastic ballpark, by the way. Fantastic park. I've said it before on this show. I'll say it again. San Diego's got the best ballpark in baseball. But anyways, uh, I expected the, the San Diego Padres to have a record season this year. They're going to win a lot of games. Uh, you wonder if they're going to even let Tatis Jr. come back. I guess they're paying him, so they, they got to bring him in for that kind of dough. But uh, I, I expected the San Diego Padres to have the uh, one of the best records in baseball, if not uh, not the best record in baseball, because we'll get to that in a second. But I expect them to have a, a big year, and they will unseat the Dodgers uh, as the National League uh, West pennant winners. It's, uh, I, I think it's going to happen. The regular season, it's going to happen this year for the Padres. And the, the Petco faithful are going to be uh, cheering loud and cheering proud for the uh, the Padres into a deep playoff run, I, I'm uh, predicting this year. Number two, this might make some people crazy, but the St. Louis Cardinals end up with the most victories in Major League Baseball. The reason is this. They're playing in a division with some bad freaking teams. They 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 are they they have some bad teams in their division with the Pittsburgh Pirates who are going to lose a hundred. They got the Cincinnati Reds who are going to lose a hundred, and they don't actually have. And even though they ended up with a pretty good, they had a good a good end to their careers last year with Pujols. Pujols had a rough start to the to the year. His first half was pretty bad, and he picked it up to get his uh, to seven hundred and three home runs for his career. Yadi Molina is not there. They played those guys a lot more probably last year than they did than they had to, um, considering that they were. They had a pretty good lead and everything else in the division and, and the like, but they, uh, they're going to have a better team this year without two Hall of Famers in their lineup because they're, they're going to be a little bit younger and, and have a more of a, a, an offensive punch, and they're not going to be uh, the, the retirement tour that Pujols and, uh, and Molina had last year. So expect the, uh, the, the best record in baseball, the most wins in baseball to belong to the St. Louis Cardinals, and I'm predicting a 112-win season for the St. Louis Cardinals. Mark that down. Mark that down as a 14-20 a original. I didn't even write that anywhere. I pulled that number out of my ass just because of the uh, the Dodgers had 111 last year, so I thought it would be 112 for the uh, the St. Louis Cardinals to beat that record that was last year, and they'll, they'll have the best record in baseball this year. The last one I, I, I got for you, this, uh, this uh, fine... Wednesday afternoon. We're going for dinner tonight. That should be actually pretty fun to see some old friends I haven't seen for quite some time. But anyways, I, I don't know why I brought that up, but I did. Uh, the last prediction I got is Aaron Judge. He won't hit 62. That's a no-brainer. It's only been done one, one time in American League history, obviously. Uh, Aaron Judge will not lead the majors in home runs for the second consecutive season because that, that hasn't been done since 2000 and oh geez and it was uh, everybody's favorite villain Jose Bautista in 2010-2011 where he hit uh, 54 and 42 one, I think it was. I remember the 54 season because there was a bit of a, I think that he was going to get to uh, 61 for a little bit there. He was threatening it, but uh, six, no, six, 
it doesn't matter. But he hit a lot of home runs two years in a row. But he's the last guy to to, to lead the American League in home runs back to back season. So prediction is Aaron Judge will not lead the American League in home runs this year. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on this one. Aaron Judge won't even lead. The New York Yankees in home runs this year. He's going to find the pinstripes are heavy, uh, and they're a lot heavier when uh, when, when you, you got that brand new contract in your back pocket weighing you down. And I think you're going to find that Judge is going to uh, take a little bit of a step back. Obviously, he's not going to hit uh, 62 home runs. No one expect can expect that, but I think he's going to find that pinstripes are quite heavy. And especially, like I said, when you got that brand new contract, and if people uh, thought that he was getting booed last year in the playoffs when things weren't going so well after hitting 62, wait till the uh, the bleacher creatures out in section 203 when they start seeing Judge striking out X amount of times and X amount of X amount of ways, and uh, they fall behind the division lead to uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, who are going to take a step forward this year. There's another prediction for you that the uh, Jay- Jays win the division. Do you remember last year people were saying the Jays were going to win the World Series? Oops, uh, that's a. We'll do our prediction show as we get, as the season gets closer. But anyways, I think the uh, the the Jays do actually surpass the Yankees this year. The Yankees haven't improved their um their their offense whatsoever. They still have King Nozzle, Josh Donaldson playing third base for them. So I don't expect that to to change their 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 standings anymore. But yeah, there's my prediction. Judge doesn't lead, lead the league in home runs. He doesn't even lead the Yankees in home runs. That's going to be Anthony Rizzo, uh, the short porch out in right field at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. That's my prediction, and I'm sticking to it. Man, I'm getting pretty good at these predictions. Whether whether any of them come to fruition, we'll have to tape them. They'll, they'll be recorded. They'll be out for the uh, the, the the universal later on tomorrow. But uh, it's been a, a busy day here, 1420 World Headquarters. Downloads are going great for this month. We thank everybody for listening to the show. We do have the Manscaped um draw going that we have till Valentine's Day. Make sure you listen to 1420 in the morning. That'll tell you what the the, uh, the rules are for the upcoming Manscaped Award for the uh, the Beard Hedger. It's a new trimmer. It actually showed up today. I, I've actually got to uh, change the uh, what the, the, the prize is. because they, they didn't send the entire beard, pro beard trimming thing. They just sent the razor itself. So we'll have to do a little bit of uh, worm and wave from that. I'll show it on, on screen on YouTube. But yeah, speaking of that, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We put shorter versions of the show up there for your listening pleasure. And we're fixing the graphics up and I'm uh, learning a bunch of new stuff there too. So it's a, it's a, it's a lesson in love and it's a, it's a, it's a great little venture that we're here at 1420 World Headquarters. If we have anybody who wants to uh, be an intern for 1420.com, uh, we're going to try to get going. Uh, we could greatly appreciate some help around here if you know anybody who wants to go out there and help us out jim's doing a lot of work behind the scenes too i got his uh his uh name out there on the belly up network to get some other uh people he's going to be hopefully be doing some openings and closings for and getting more of his music out there so thank you very much jim for everything you've done for the 1420 podcast moving forward and hopefully we can start making a bunch of money on this thing someday because uh it's a lot of fun it's a lot of hard work but we enjoy it here at world headquarters anyways i ramble enough for everybody uh thank you very much to, for jim from fan, fan of the van podcast for everything that he done, do, does for our show uh listen to him uh, he's got steel talk coming up later on this week uh great show from jim level of playing field great show uh he had a little situation there with the San Diego, uh, not San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers. That they'll always be San Diego Chargers to me. From uh, John from Level the Playing Field, uh, felt bad for him for that. But anyways, and of course our friends at Brutaliana Sports. Uh, can't wait to have them uh, on our show or us join join them on their show in the in the coming weeks ahead. Anyways, there we go. Fourteen twenty and foul tips. The all baseball show. Uh, we're coming coming at you live. Uh, Seven days a week, there's a show out there for listening pleasure. Uh, you support our sponsors for this show, Collectible Exchange and Play Crate. And remember, everybody, smart people bunt. <laughs>